Feeling good? You ready? Amazing. All right, here we go. Here we go. Hello, everyone. I'm joined today by another guest, the most wonderful, special Chloe Kirka. Stop. I'm so flattered to be here. Uh-huh. Yeah, public <laughs> speaking is totally your favorite yeah, thing, yeah. right? It's my favorite thing, but you know, I think I'll try it. It's for a special podcast, so I think it's worth to, to launch it here. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Today, we're going to be talking about a band that I feel like really kind of just aligns with the first time that we ever started to become friends in life, mm-hmm. which is cool to like become friends like through, you know, a band and then to have seen that band live together and just kind of have that be the beginning of what grew to be a really weird <laughs> Really weird, really long, amazing friendship. Yes. Yeah. But it is weird because we were very much not friends. This was seventh grade. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what happened. Well, it started off, I, you know, Chloe wasn't at my birthday party. Yeah, she invited, like, <laughs> half the grade, all these girls, except for me. So I was sitting at home crying because yeah. I just switched schools and she didn't invite me. But I had a YouTube channel at the time. Right. And they had the audacity to all sit around at her birthday party and watch my YouTube videos and then text me. Yeah. That they really liked them, but not enough to invite me. <laughs> See, the biggest thing is that was my actual first time really experiencing. I feel like I, we hadn't talked before me watching a YouTube it's video. True, we and I was a big fan. <laughs> I literally sat there. I was like, this girl has it all together. This is the most put together YouTube channel a 12 year old has ever had in their entire life. <laughs> it was short lived, uh, yeah. but it was it was something. But that was... that's a story for Another time we can't yeah, go too yeah, deep yeah. in the rabbit hole. No, no, no. no, they can't know too much. No, no, no. But somehow we started to become friends. <laughs> mm-hmm. And one miraculous day, I don't even know how we got tickets, or I don't even know how it happened. Well, why don't yeah? Why don't you tell us what band we've been talking about? Oh, the neighborhood, the neighborhood, yes, the, the neighborhood. neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs> and when did we start listening? What? Twelve? <sighs> I don't. I I don't know. I only really knew like a few songs, and I feel like I I don't even know how we got into it together. It was just like one day. It, well, 2015 was the year that Wiped Out came out. Okay. And that was when we started really listening. So I think we had both obviously known Sweater Weather. And then I don't know what other songs. I know you really liked Afraid. But then one day I think we just like listened to both albums and we're like, oh, holy shit, there's Mm -hmm. no misses. Yeah. And it was, this was in our like Tumblr core, like, you know, we were trying to be really cool at 12 years old mm-hmm. and we're doing it unsuccessfully the entire time besides this one thing. Yeah. The only thing that was actually cool that we were doing was listening to the neighborhood. <laughs> well, because this wasn't just cool. It was angsty, mm-hmm. which is like, like the opposite of trying to be cool. Yeah. You know, it was, which made it even more lame yeah to look back on <laughs> but in the time you yeah. know it was just that's when I wore my beanie to class mm-hmm. every single day um just like black and white everything yeah. the problems felt very big at the time very um and the neighborhood to this day I'll stand by the fact that I do think all their songs pretty much are black and white mm-hmm. except for chip chrome yeah which is definitely pretty much bursting with color like I love you Wiped out and their EPs, mm-hmm. all black and white music. Yeah, which is I feel like it really was well, like the perfect thing for us at that time, mm-hmm. and still now. But like, mm-hmm. 
I think we were trying to be angsty then, and then now it's just like become a core, like a core staple. In our <laughs> now life we actually have reasons <laughs> yeah. to be upset about the I world. Was like, I don't know if I'm going to say that, but that yeah, you said it. <laughs> We've grown into it, yeah. as you can say. But anyways, uh, we were in the car and we were talking about all the different songs that we could choose for this band mm-hmm. because there's quite literally um, oh, like 15 yeah. different like top contenders. Not like more than 15 that we like, but I'd mm-hmm. say at least like 15 of. You know, we could talk about any of them for so many different reasons, but we landed on this one in particular just because, for me at least, when we ended up seeing them live right at the end of seventh grade, I remember the experience so vividly, but I don't remember a lot of the specific songs live, but I do remember what this guitar sounded like live, Mm -hmm. like this specific sound and distortion and reverb like that's pretty much ingrained in my memory i agree and i know this wasn't chloe's first concert but it was i think it was my first concert and i just remember like i I think it was especially during this song because the guitar solo felt like it was lasting for years in like the best way possible Mm -hmm. and i honestly i don't even remember like dancing or doing anything but like i'm just imagining like me like 12 years old like standing and just like staring up and having like a religious experience like watching what, I forgot what his name is. His name Z. What do we? Is this no. Zico? Zico. Yeah, the guitarist is Zach Abels. Yeah. But yeah, I don't. I don't think it was his nickname. I think it was like it was like all the girls on like the subreddit. Yeah, like, yeah, Wattpad calling yeah. him Zico. No, but that was like honestly one of the like greatest time experiences in mm-hmm. my life, and especially this song is like key in that. I mean, that concert was just. It was just one of the coolest days I think of our lives Mm -hmm. um we were 13 now at the time you know end of seventh grade and this was on a Friday and it was they were only playing in Milwaukee and we're both from Chicago so it's drivable but you know it's a bit of a hefty drive our moms both pulled us out of school at like 11 a.m maybe Mm -hmm. we got in the car we drove up to Milwaukee checked into the hotel and then we got in line for the theaters at the Pabst and I think we got in line at, like, 3 p.m., mm. 2 p.m., 3 p.m. Yeah. Doors didn't open till 7.30. They didn't come on until, I think, 9.30. So we waited, I don't know, eight hours? Yeah. Yeah. The best part of it all was, yeah, we waited eight hours, but we find out later when we're, like, actually about to walk into the venue because, like, the line starts moving, and we, like, look... Oh, I actually think it was maybe one of our moms mm-hmm. who told us that, but they had, like, spanned the venue... And they were like, oh, by the way, like, the lo- the line is super long, and you guys just cut the line. <laughs> yeah, we, like, fully had no idea. We just sat in the middle of the line already. <laughs> because um, it was, like, it was like the entrance of our, like, our, the exit of our hotel. Like, it was, like, in this little nook. And mm-hmm. we had just slipped in the line, the line. And so we ended up getting front. We weren't in the pit, but we but were. But that was better. Yeah, because, much better for us. I mean, I'm still short now but at the time that was before the scoliosis surgery yeah i think i was like 410 probably <laughs> yeah, I, so. I mean no seriously yeah 410 411 like yeah. the pit was not the place for me i wasn't gonna see shit we got front row seats though yeah um and it was good because we got so tired too before they came yeah. on but you know the opening artist oh my gosh mm-hmm. the opening artist was freaking kevin abstract mm-hmm. <laughs> and at the time we had no idea who he was and he came out with his motorcycle helmet yeah uh, what, what album is that my american yeah yeah because yeah. they had the Amer- the american flag the whole time yeah mm-hmm. yeah he was american boyfriend american boyfriend yeah and we sat there and we we're like 
I don't know what's happening, but this guy's pretty good. Mm-hmm. But we were just, like, confused, and we were like, where's the neighborhood? But looking back, I'm like, god damn, that was, like, Kevin Abstract before mm-hmm. before he was cool. <laughs> it was it was insane to look back on the fact that we had the opportunity to see that live. But it was just, I just can so vividly remember us sitting in the front row. We had flash tattoos on. Mm-hmm. We'd done flash tats. <laughs> um, again, we're both, like, 13, started by a bunch of people who are not 13. No. <laughs> including the star of the show, which was oh, this no. elderly woman. <laughs> and I'm not exaggerating at that. I think she was, like, 70. Yeah. Um, and we didn't really see her for most of it, but she was in the pit. And when Sweater Weather came on at the end, and then, you know, how the song kind of switches up three minutes in, she climbed the side of the stage and... I don't know if she, like, took off her shirt or what, but she was waving something and just flowing, and security had to take her out. It was it was a real intense yeah. moment. Security also delayed taking her out, so for a while we were just watching her, like, swaying, and she was also a little bit elevated. She was somehow <laughs> higher than the stage, climbed up her way up there, yeah. and, like, waving and dancing. I just remember thinking that was the most carefree woman I've ever mm-hmm. seen in my life, and was very envious Mm-hmm. Of, like, what she was doing. And I think that's 100% going to be us when we're older. So I was about cool to say, I've always been terrified of getting older. But when I think about turning into someone like that, mm-hmm. I think it's pretty fucking exciting. I know. Yeah. Ugh. We're going to stir some shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. You'll be on Make those 13-year-olds, right. yeah, horrified. <laughs> they don't know what's coming. Uh, they don't. But anyways, I know we've been talking forever. But yeah. just to end it back on this song, I think what we were saying the reason that we chose this song out of all the other ones is really that there's just nothing else that sounds like it in the world, in my opinion. Um, like, there's something so grand and ethereal about mm. the sound. And even though we were saying, like, what, we've been listening to this for eight years now, yeah. that, like, we know, obviously, what's coming and we know what it's going to sound like. And mm. you even said, like, it's the most predictable beat drop because mm. we know it by now. But it still never gets old mm-hmm. and if anything lately i've just been getting more and more chills yeah, every time i hear I it agree. there's just there's just magic in this song and i'm so glad that we are able to share it together mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah it'll never get old so never even even when we get old mm-hmm. at that concert oh yep, yeah it'll still be like the first yeah. time if only i hope the neighborhood's playing one show well they'll reunite eight. they'll <laughs> yeah. reunite for us they'll have to <laughs> so Anyways, for anyone who made it this far, um, <laughs> maybe just CC. Thank you. And we hope you enjoy the song. Yeah, it's been great. Oh my gosh. <laughs> my first my first public speech. <laughs> yeah. Bye guys. Bye.